Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Debit card users, listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Earn on things like gas, groceries, and even that midday latte. And to top it off, there are no fees, period. Yep, that means you won't be charged fees on your checking account. Transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. Hi guys, it's Rachel and welcome to another episode of the show and another episode of Ask Rach Live. So here on the podcast, I do a show where people call in from all over the world. They call into the hotline and they ask me questions. But this is something that I've been doing far longer than I've had a podcast because it happens at conferences. It happens when I do keynote speeches for other people, and it's happening this summer on my podcast tour, a live Q&A with the audience. I mean, to be fair, that's not the only thing that's going to happen. The first hour of the show is just us talking and more specifically laughing. As I have told every audience that I've stood in front of for the test shows of the podcast tour, it's been a really hard year. It's been a really hard year for me and for my kids. And so when I started to set an intention for what I wanted to bring to this tour, one thing kept coming up. I want to laugh. I want to laugh with you guys. I want to have fun. I know I am not the only one who needs a giggle right now. So the first hour of the show is just me telling stories that I think will make you laugh too. And then we go into a Q&A. We go into conversations with the women in the audience and the most beautiful, interesting, real stuff happens. If you've ever been with me at a conference, then you've probably experienced this in real life. In today's episode, I'm going to share a really incredible arc of conversation that I had with one of the women in the audience at the RISE conference. So I started speaking to her on day one, and then ended up talking to her again later in the conference. And you're going to hear both sides of that conversation. What's so incredible about the women who stand up and ask questions is that they give everyone else in the room a chance to see themselves. If you've listened to a lot of my Ask Rach Live episodes, you'll probably hear me say something over and over again. 
And that is to ask other women in the room who have felt the same way to raise their hand or to stand up. And then I will always ask the woman I'm speaking with to look at all of the people in the room who are standing up as well. I do that because so often we feel like we're alone in what we're going through. Even right now, me telling you guys like, hey, it's been a really hard year. I am walking with my children through very intense grief. It's so much to carry. And I know that someone listening to this, or maybe many someones, have their version of that kind of season. When we tell our truth, when we speak about what's going on in our life, other people see themselves and other people don't feel so alone. So you'll hear me say this a lot. I'll be like, hey, has anyone else ever felt like her? Will you raise your hand? And in this particular conversation, there were so many things that she said that not just the audience, but me as well could really resonate with. We talk about comparison. We talk about family dynamics. We talk about feeling like you're not enough and how our body image plays a huge role in our feelings of enoughness. It's a really beautiful conversation that kind of goes all over the place. And I'm excited for you to hear it today because I just know the way the universe works is that someone out there needs to hear this exact chat. So this is this week's episode of Ask Rach Live. As always, if you have a question you want me to get into on the show, you can call the hotline, 737-400-4626. You can ask about anything and I listen to them and then I dedicate entire episodes to answering that and you can do it totally anonymously. You don't have to leave your name. Maybe there's just something that you're really curious about that I might be able to help you with or laugh with you about or call BS or whatever, but just know I'm here. I'm here for it all. That's what today's episode is about. But before we get into the live Q&A, I thought it would be fun to share a little fun. I want to use these episodes to give you guys an idea of what to expect on the podcast tour this summer. So we're going to start with just like a little a little story, one of my funny stories from a test show I did last weekend in New York. It's me trying to work out the conversation, so bear with me, but I want to give you guys an idea of what to expect. Expect laughter, expect conversations with the audience, expect the chance to connect with yourself and with other like-minded women, and expect to have fun. I promise as soon as I have all the details finalized for tour, you guys will be the first ones to know. But until then, here's a little sample of what's coming up this summer. A little funny, a little Q&A, a lot of community. Do you think, guys, that it's just a nice little, like a little drip drop? room clotting 
twice a day right now just to live. Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis, and this is my podcast. I spend so many hours of every single week reading and listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos and trying to find out as much as I can about the world around me. And that's what we do on this show. We talk about everything, life and how to be an entrepreneur. What happened to dinosaurs? What's the best recipe for fried chicken? What's the best plan for intermittent fasting? What's going on with our inner child? How's therapy working out for you? Whatever it is my guests are into, I want to unpack it so that we can all understand. These are conversations. This is information for the curious. This is the Rachel Hollis Podcast. Who wrote down something, some version of not enough? Yeah. Not thin enough. Who has ever felt like they are not thin enough to have the life that they want? Ooh, I'm so ready for you tomorrow, girls. I'm so ready for you tomorrow. Can I ask, um, how does that show up for you? Can I, can I get a mic runner? No, no, girl, stop apologizing. Thank you, Brad. Stand up. I am taking my four children away this weekend to go skiing. And I think if you're a parent like me, you understand how important it is to have a kitchen available to you when you have four kids, which is why Airbnb is always the place that I head to just make the vacation easier. And I have always used Airbnb as a place to stay, whether it was for work or family or a girl's weekend. But more and more, my friends are using Airbnb in a totally different way as a business, as a way to invest in property and earn money for it. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and it's a great way to earn some extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Almost every morning of my life, I have oatmeal. Seriously, during the winter, having something hot in the morning really makes a big difference in my day. Quaker has been a trusted name in oatmeal for over 145 years, which means they've been milling oats since before the invention of the zipper, the stop sign, or ballpoint pens. Quaker has something for everyone, whether it's old-fashioned or quick oats that are good for cooking or baking. And while a ton of things have changed, the good stuff remains the same. Quaker, getting up to some good since 1877. Look for Quaker Oats at your local grocery store. It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas, 
Register today at thisisils.org. The reason that I like to talk to individual women is that when you have the courage to be authentic, she sees herself in your story. So how does not thin enough show up for you? Uh, my confidence level, what I wear, how I approach relationships, how I work, how I parent, act, even simple activities that I can't do with my kid. Here's the thing. I freaking love you. 4,000 women can tell she's beautiful, and if she doesn't believe it, it won't matter. You all know that, right? Because you felt that too. What's thin enough? Me comparing myself to my kid's sister. It's being able to squat down when my kid runs to me and not having to use my hands or something to stand up. It's not. So can I, can I challenge you? Of course. You're not talking about being thin. You're talking about being healthy. Yes. You're talking about being fit because you could be any size and have the mobility to do the things that you're talking about. So I want to talk about the first conversation, okay. which is your sister. So let me ask you this. Let's talk about past. Kid sister, tell me that relationship with your mic. <clears throat> it's been a competition my whole life. Mm -hmm. She is tall and beautiful and all the things that I'm not. She's... <sighs> Did you feel that from your parents or that was something that you made up in your own head? A little bit of both. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. So from her past... She has this narrative that says, is your, your sister's not here, is she? No. Okay, great. <laughs> I was like, oh, crap, okay. So what's her name? So uh, your whole life, you and are competitive. Is she competitive with you or are you just competitive with her? I'm competitive with her. And is the competition based primarily on the way she looks? No. Okay, so what else? Um, I'm the working mom, she's the stay at home. And she wants to homeschool her kids and I don't have that ability. Yeah, me and either, that would be the worst. Right? <laughs> I don't know, that's not me, that's not my heart. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. <laughs> and they are a special kind of angel who can do that. Absolutely. It's not, I'm not that kind of angel. <laughs> the, the fact that you get that this is comparison is mm -hmm. so powerful because I think we all can understand this. The second that you start comparing your life to somebody else's life, you've lost all joy. Right. And more than that, you've lost all momentum. Whatever you were excited about, whatever you were taking, because this is what you do. I already know what you do. You start on a health journey, yep. you get the gym membership, you do the thing, you sign up for the whatever, and you start doing the thing, and then you see picture when she took the kids to the beach in the bathing suit and your brain tells you or she ran the race so you do this thing and, and your brain goes right away to what what does it say what does the voice in your head tell you I'll never get there I'll never get there because you have decided that if you just looked like her then you would be happy right right how many people are telling themselves that if they looked a certain way they would be happy that is a lie from the mother effing devil. I'm trying not to cuss because there's some babies in this room. That is a lie that we have been fed to believe. And, and we'll get into the whys and the body image and all that crap, but what you need to know, real talk, you are gonna be the same woman even if you are a size two. 
You're going to have the same garbage. You're going to have the same baggage. You're going to be pulling it along behind you. And not only that, now you have this horrible situation where you finally got to the dream and the dream still wasn't enough. Because if you are not enough, the dream will never be enough to make you something else. And you have to understand, I swear, I swear on everything that is holy. You are all you need to be today. You are all you need to be today. You don't need to be thinner. You know, I'm just, it's my birthday, okay? Your birthday gift to me is that I'm gonna cuss, okay? I love Jesus, but I cuss sometimes, and this is a time. Fuck Finn. Fuck it. Seriously. It's not going to change you. This is who you are. You, Finn is not going to make you a better mama. Finn's not going to make you a better woman. Finn's not going to make you happy. It is something that you have been told to aspire to. And it's not real. It's an illusion. You are so fucking beautiful right now today. And the task, look, we are digging into this idea tomorrow about the way we feel about ourselves. Y'all, the task is not, is not, like shame, shame is never, ever going to be a motivator. Shame is never going to get you there. You cannot hate yourself to better. Write that down in a freaking journal. You cannot hate yourself better. You cannot shame yourself better. The only thing you can do is love yourself enough to take care of you, but that has nothing to do with your size. Nothing. The world wants you to believe that your worth is in the size of your jeans. And it is a lie. And you are raising children who need to know that this is a lie. And it does not matter what we tell our babies, it matters how we live our lives and what they can watch, right? But do you understand how version of not enough plays back to something she's been carrying since childhood? Who can look down at their paper and see a version of not enough and recognize something about the past that made them feel? Who in this room is like, oh, okay, I can see. Or like, I've been carrying this around since I was little, since middle school, since high school. The reason we wanted to acknowledge our girls in the room who are under 18, how old are you? 31, okay? These girls are here in freaking high school and younger and they're figuring it out now. Now, y'all, I, I guarantee you that I could talk to thousands of women in this room who feel the same way you do. Who's ever felt like, look around this room. It's not just you. You are not alone in this. And I promise you, can I ask a question? If you have ever felt like, or more especially if you are still carrying these feelings of not being thin enough and you are 50 or older, would you stand up for me? Stand up and raise your hand and let her see. Look at this. And here, and I love you, I love you, but please stay standing because I want her to get this. I want them all to get this. Do you want to carry this shit for the next 20 years? Not at all. <laughs> they are here, they are trying to make change, they are doing. What would you ladies do to get 20 years of self-loathing back? What would it mean for your life to get 20 years of loving yourself for who you are. 
It is everything, everything, everything. This is what it looks like to be in community. And I want to honor you. I want to honor every woman who is standing right now because most women hit 50 and go, guess we're done. <laughs> Downhill slide, right? You are just getting started. You are just getting started. If you are 50 years old, the way people live today, chances are you've got a whole other half of your life left. Yes, yes. You have got 50 more years, you've got 30 more years, you've got 40, you're just getting started, only you're getting started with all of the knowledge that you have and the information and the resources and hopefully a little more money than you had back in your 20s, right? You're not still doing keg stands at parties or whatever, <laughs> whatever crazy things y'all got up to. You're getting the resources, you're getting the tools. This is beautiful. The next years are gonna be the best years. Amen. If you do not actively fight this bullshit narrative that tells you that something is wrong with you, you will be standing here 20 years from now and you will have wasted it. You will have wasted the joy. You will have wasted the time with your babies. You will have taken yourself literally out of the picture. Who, who of my 50 years are mamas? Didn't put themselves in the picture, didn't because they looked wrong, stood and hid behind the kids and the family. Who does it? You guys know you do it. Stand behind the kids. Who, who, and not just the 50 plus. Who in this room goes to take a picture with their kids and strategically puts the child in front of them so that people don't see their body? What are you teaching your daughters? to hide that something is wrong, that you should cover up, that you should be ashamed of who you are. You know what? I don't usually go here on day one, I'm going here on day one. Everybody stand up. Stand up. It is proven that when you, show me right now with your body what you look like when you feel wrong, nervous, embarrassed, ashamed to talk about these things. Show me what you do with your body when you feel scared, unsure. Do you get bigger or smaller? smaller. Do you stand up taller or do you hunch over? Do, do you open your arms wide or do you hug yourself? Are you standing firmly on the ground or do your feet kind of go in, right? Feel that for a minute. Feel what it does to your body to literally go into this physical state. And now do this for me. Go into Wonder Woman pose. Stand firm, feet apart, boobies out, chest back, head high, so that that crown doesn't fall off your head, right? Tell me, it's a proven scientific fact, also a TED Talk, feel free to watch it, that if you would stand like this for even just a minute, before you had a big meeting, before you went and interacted with your sister, I'm serious, before you go home for the holidays, before you do something that typically makes you feel insecure or unsure, if you would stand here, who can sort of feel it? You feel it kind of rumbling in your feet, you feel the energy drumming up inside of you, you feel taller, you feel invincible, you can almost imagine that cape waving out behind you, right? <laughs> the next time that you go to take a picture be bold, be Wonder Woman, don't hide behind anyone or anything. You're 
so beautiful. And the thing is, I know most of you don't believe it. You don't believe you're beautiful. And you have convinced yourself that if you can change something about you, that that is what will make you beautiful. And the reality is that the only beauty any of us will ever have is right here. I say that you are worthy and enough as you are today. Right now, today, you don't need to change one more thing. You are a good mama right now, today. You, you want to get down on the floor with the kids? The fact that you're even playing with the kids. You are a good mama. You don't have to look like another mama. You don't have to homeschool like another mama. Frankly, you don't have to be a mama. You don't have to have a kid. You don't have to be married. Someone else doesn't have to think you're special or pretty or wise for you to be all of those things. That comes from right here. Put, you better put your hand back on your hip. <laughs> Stick your chest out again. You are strong. You don't need to change. You don't need to change. You need to change this. You need to change this. There's nothing wrong with your body. There's nothing wrong with your body. It's perfect. It, it moves. It holds you up. These legs, right? These legs. These legs that held you up. These legs that have carried you through 31 years. You know there are women in this room who don't have your legs. You know there are women in this room, in this city, in this, who are praying for the things that y'all hate about yourself. They're praying for the things you hate. These arms, right, these hands, you don't like these arms, they're not, they don't look like Jen's arms. Fuck Jen's arms. <laughs> Those are her arms, let her have her arms, these are your arms. These arms hold your babies. These arms do your work. These arms love people, these arms care for people. This is a gift. You are a gift. Your feeling of not enough is all the noise that is created to make you think that there is something wrong with you. There is nothing wrong with you. And if you continue to live inside of this narrative, you will waste your life, okay? Hug someone next to you and tell them that they're beautiful. It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas. Register today at thisisils.org. Who felt empowered making that list? Thank you. Who felt ashamed making that list? Tell me why you felt shame. 
hold it up here. Because things on my list I've always struggled with, I feel like should never have been a struggle in the first place. Things okay. like, yeah, go, go, go. Sorry. No, no. Things like go up a flight of stairs without getting winded. Things like not having to buy out of a catalog because the store doesn't carry my size. Mm -hmm. Things like being able to sit on the floor for a long period of time comfortably mm -hmm. to play with my kids. Mm -hmm. Being able to bring this baby into the world healthy mm -hmm. and happy. Mm -hmm. So uh, who has ever felt shame about any of those things? Around the room. Not just you. Tell me where it comes from this idea of I, I, it's something I should have not struggled with. Where does that come from? That one comes from being able to see other people do it and having family like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, what, we just, we didn't even do anything. Like, we didn't run a marathon. What do you, why are you winded? Mm. And just the feeling what I felt was the judgment of, um, of them looking at me like I was less than because I couldn't do what they were doing. Uh, so you have a family that's physically active? Mm -hmm. uh, do, uh, did you learn great nutrition and exercise and all of those things from your parents? Um, so let me just, I just want to track this with you real quick. So you, di you weren't taught how? No. Okay, so everyone pay attention to this. You weren't taught how. No, ma'am. But you've always beat yourself up because you should have known. Because we all just pop out of our moms with all the knowledge, right? Who, who was, and this is like a freaking amazing thing, who grew up in a family where you were taught healthy eating, great, awesome, seven of us. <laughs> Maybe 22, right? First of all, what I want you guys to see in this room is us breaking a generational cycle. We did not have these tools, but by God, you sitting in this room, and even if you don't have children and never have children, you gaining the knowledge and having these conversations and, and looking at your own heart and unpacking this stuff means that you get to take it back to your friends and your community and have these conversations. So, so just let's, uh, how many kids do you have? I have one five-year-old at home and one on the way. Okay, so you have one five-year-old at home, a uh, boy or girl? He's a boy. Uh, we have a boy at home. Mm -hmm. um, so would you expect, what's his name? Would you expect to know at five years old how to do something you've never taught him, a teacher's nobody's ever taught? No, of course you wouldn't, right? Um, if you never taught him all of the things that he knows, if we had never taught, if mommy never taught you that the fire would burn you, if mommy never taught you, you know, don't walk out into the street, something will happen, right? We are constantly teaching these children, so if you didn't learn those things, how would you know? You wouldn't, and most of us, because we're, I know we have every kind of age range here, but I feel like we tend, I tend to attract women who are ish, ish my age. Mm -hmm. So let's say between 30 and 50 somewhere is like my main chunk that's in this room, right? If you grew up in the 80s or the 70s, like nobody was telling us any of this stuff, ever. They were talking about diets, they were talking about Weight Watchers, they were talking, I mean, we love Oprah, like all hail Oprah, <laughs> own it girl, right? They were talking about Lean Cuisine, or Slim Fast, or Xenadrin, who remembers Xenadrin? Whoa, we all went there, right? Because we tried it all. They weren't talking about eating foods that blessed your body, or, or making sure that you weren't doing things that made you inflamed. Like, we didn't know this, why would you know? 
So the first lie that you are telling yourself is that you should have known. I should have had this stuff because also here's the thing. I'm having a breakthrough with you right now. Samantha, are you feeling it? Absolutely. I'm having 100%. one. <laughs> you think that when other women have it, when you look at another woman and you're, when, when you look at another woman and you're like, she's got the nutrition, she's healthy. You think that she always knew, right? You think that she was wired that way. You think that she did come into the world ready to go. And the reality is, we learned, we learned. Right. Either someone taught us or we taught ourselves, but this is a learned behavior. Who has gotten, truly gotten mentally stronger or physically stronger, who has done it, who's changed, right? Keep your hand up if that was a journey you had to take yourself on. Still on it, amen. So the first awareness that you need to have that we all need to carry with us is this is a learned behavior. Health is something you learn, and even if you didn't learn it back then, it doesn't mean that you can't take it with you now. Sure. So why else do you feel shame about the list that you made? I'm not sure how to answer that. You don't know how to answer it. What are you wanting to say but not saying? What's the first thing that pops in your brain? I'm just tired of feeling like this. Tired of feeling like this. Yeah. Who's tired of feeling like this? Yeah. So let's change. The first thing that you are going to have to get is an understanding that you are going to start out on this journey. You are going to start out on this journey and you are going to fail almost immediately. Right. Within two weeks, within two weeks, especially you're pregnant, you can't, you can't do anything <laughs> drastic right now. You're pregnant, right? So you're going to let's say like walk. That's what's going to be your thing. You're like, I'm going to do something simple. I'm going to talk to my doctor. I'm going to make sure this is healthy. What can I do that would be healthy for me and the baby? And your doctor is going to be like, take it easy because we can't do anything crazy when right. you're pregnant. So the doctor says, take it easy. Let's say that they approve for you to, to go on walks. And you're like, okay, this is my thing. It's a new year, new me. It's a golden year. I know how to stand with my boobs out. I went to rise. I'm excited. You're going to go home. You're going to be like, I walk every day. Me and this baby on the roads. Here we go. Right? Absolutely. Who's ever? Right. And then it's going to be a Thursday. And it's going to be a hard day going to be acting up because he's tired, right? And then uh, you, something happens and it's stressful and whatever, and you're not going to get your walk in. Sure. And because you're, remind me, 31? 31. 31. Um, because you have been practicing self-flagellation for 20 years, maybe more, your immediate reaction, that voice in the back of your head is going to be like, I, I knew it. it. You yep. did it again. It. You did it again. So here's what you need to know. You're gonna try. We're all gonna go on this journey together and you are gonna fail almost immediately and that's the process. Right. That is the process. Here's the first thing that's gonna change on our health journey. The very first thing is that we know for a fact we're not gonna get it perfect. We are not gonna get it perfectly. We are not gonna do, we're not, it's not gonna be, it's not a straight road. It's gonna be like you are, you have had one too many on New Year's <laughs> Eve back in the day. It's not a straight road. You need to forgive yourself. You need to forgive yourself. What do you need to forgive yourself for? 
unrelenting comparison. The unrelenting comparison. What else? I guess the assumption that I should have always known that I should do better mm -hmm. for all the times I've failed, mm -hmm. for all the times I've started and given up, mm -hmm. and for all the times I've let my family see me do that. Mm -hmm. Can I ask why you feel like that's something you need to apologize for in the first place? Because I always feel like I'm letting them down. Who? Everybody? No, there's one person. Right now, it's mostly my son, but before that, it was my mom. Your mom. Okay, that's where we're going to go. What did mom want you to be? Perfect. Say it again into the microphone. Perfect. Who had a mom or dad who wanted them to be perfect? And what did, watch this, this is where yesterday comes into play. What was the definition of perfect to mom? Just like her. Just like her. Anyone in the family just like her? No one's just like mom. Not at all. Does she have a favorite? My sister. That's where we're going. <laughs> Trying to take you all on a journey. Yeah. Not cooperating. So the person that we, the person that Samantha compares herself to most yep. is baby sister is the one that mom likes the most, at least in, in your perception, yes. right? That she, this is the daughter that did it right. And I didn't do it right, mm -hmm. and so I feel like I'm not measuring up, and this person that I want love from right. has placed conditions on whether or not she can love me the right way, mm -hmm. right? She'll love you up until a point. Right. And maybe she loves you unconditionally because she's your mama, right? Mm -hmm. But there's always a but. Right. But you'd be so pretty if you just, mm -hmm. if you could just lose this weight, you'd be so pretty. Right. If you could just grow your hair out, you would just be, would you just put on some makeup? Who's ever heard this from a parent, right? Like, oh, you're gonna wear that, right? And so from a very early age, you learned, even if it was unintentionally, because most of our moms, you think we had it bad growing up in the 80s? Or the 70s, or the 90s? Imagine the 60s and the 50s, and what it was to be a woman back. You think they're screwed up? What was her mom like? What was Mima doing? <laughs> right? Right. She didn't have the right tools. Right. She didn't have the right tools to love you the right way. But the reality is that in your, the way that you felt was, I have to be perfect, I'm never gonna be perfect, and then this narrative keeps playing out forever. So every time that you don't do it the way you thought you should, mm -hmm. that voice is in the back of your head. I'm just curious, you, you, have you ever heard me talk about the voice in the back of your head before? So. This negative voice in the back of our head. Who has the voice in the back? I call mine Pam. <laughs> My voice is called Pam. So I want you to imagine, so you know the negative thoughts that we have scrolling through our mind, like all the crappy things that we think about ourselves, they play on a litany in the back of our minds? If you had to imagine yours right now, just imagine some of those things that, okay? Now I want you to imagine that that voice in the back of your mind, mm -hmm. all right, the, thing, the person saying all those things to you. Yeah. Would you tell us what she says? Fat women don't get love. Yeah? Actually, my mom's words to me were, real men don't love fat women. Yeah. I want to, <clears throat> trying to not cuss out your mom right now.
So here's my question. Think of the voice in the back of your mind, right? And I actually set it up, and I, and I shouldn't have said it. Is the voice in the back of your mind a woman or a man? It's a woman. It's a woman. Yeah. Is the voice in the back of your mind a young woman, a young girl, an older, older woman? Older than me. Older than me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I want, do you guys see where I'm trying to take this? That's mom. We all have, it's mom. It's mom. It all starts somewhere. For some of us, it's mama. For some of us, for some of us it's daddy. Um, when I think of the woman in the back of my mind, she reminds me of those older women in church. If you ever grew up in church, and the older women in church were like very judgmental, and they were like kind of mean, and they gossiped about people, that's what's in the back of my head. For some of us, it's a dude. For some of us, it's a woman. For some of us, it's the mean girl from seventh grade, because some of us absolutely carry scars from those times, right? But you have to be mindful that it's not your voice in the back of your head. So, so let me ask you this question. Something happens, right? Um, let's, say, let's say you do something, name something that you would do that you would be upset with yourself, that you made this choice. It could be in health, it could be in life, that like for me, it would be like I'm binge eating or I'm doing something and I'd be like, ugh, right? It's fast food. Okay, so fast food, you're eating fast food. Your initial gut reaction, as soon as the high of eating fast food wears off, your initial, what's the kind of thing that you first say to yourself? Why can't you give it up? Why can't you give it up? It's a hateful thought, right? Absolutely. Do you ever have a hateful thought and then maybe right away or maybe in a few minutes, it's followed by sort of the voice of compassion? Like, d does that make sense to you? Like, do you ever, go, oh, here's an example. I was, um, uh, was getting ready to come here, and I, do anyone have those, like, vitamins where it's like you put all your vitamins in the trays? And I was being very organized to come here, and I'm putting all my vitamins in the trays, and I was like, oh, I need to take my vitamins for today, and I just wasn't thinking, and it's 14 trays, and I went to go take today's vitamins, and I turned the hole, and it went L over. Oh, no. And my, I don't even, I, like, it's like this stuff is still here. I don't even know where this came from. But I started to say, like, you idiot. Like, that's where my, and I, I, I literally, I mean, I know where it came from. It's daddy's voice in my mind. But, like, I'm, I, I started to say this thing, and I caught, it was literally coming out of my mouth. It was by myself. It's coming out of my mouth, and I catch it, right? And I was like, whoa. Where did that come from? And literally, like, mothering myself, which is what you need to do. That voice of compassion, like, oh my gosh, you're going to cuss yourself out because you spilled a vitamin? Like, what is wrong with you, right? Does that make sense? Here's what I want you to hear. The very first gut reaction that you have in the back of your mind, that voice in the back of your mind, that is what you have been taught to believe. That voice is what you have been taught. That is not who you really are. The voice of compassion, that's you. It's even judging. I, I, I saw this recently that it was like when you judge another woman, the judgment that you have, the snap decision judgment that you have about her is what you have been taught by others. The second thought, the one that's like, you know what, if she wants to wear a crop top, like live your damn life, that's who you really are. So what we're trying to do is step more fully into this idea of, of who we really are. The thing is, you know all this stuff already. So tell me what it is that you need today. We talked about you felt shame. What does health mean to you? What is your definition of health? Can you even see it? Not really. Can you even see it? Okay. So let's start. Did anyone have a hard time defining what health looks like, a healthy looks like to them? So here's how you do it. 
what are the things right now that you most want? You've talked about them a lot in the last two days. What are the things that you most want and can't have because you feel like you need to change? You need to do some stretching. You need to do some things that make your body feel good so that you can do what? Uh, right here. Uh, play with my kids on the floor. Okay. And okay. sit comfortably for any period of time. Okay, so two things. So one, she wants to play with her children on the floor. We're going to get into specifics on how to achieve these things later. But you want to play with on the floor and the new baby's coming, you want to yep. play. And there's a sense of that may, you, you had a reaction when I said that. Because mm -hmm. you feel shame that you can't do that already. Mm -hmm. So tell me, you can't, you literally can't get down on the floor? Mm -hmm. it, because I can, what? but it's, it's hard. There's, it's hard. I mean, there's pain in my back, in my knees. And yep. I mean, I have to have support to even stand up again. Okay, so let's try this. Why can't you play with at a table? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of his toys are bigger, so you leave, the, I mean, they need to be on the floor. Like, some of his, like, big, like, racetracks and stuff. Sure, but you have identified this idea in your mind of what a good mom does. Sure. And, and right now, the best thing you can do as a mama is, is take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you are beating yourself up because you can't do, you're missing it. Do you think cares if you play on the floor or play at a table? No. no. Your kids don't care, your kids want you. Right. So now you're assigning your health journey to his childhood. That's true. Right? And, and, and you're, you're harming, you are, you're hurting and tarnishing the relationship that you have with him because it doesn't look like what you think it's supposed to look like. You're a good mama. You're a good mama. There are plenty of women who cannot get down on the floor with their kids. That doesn't make them a bad mom. If another woman here told you that she couldn't do that, would she be a bad mom? No. The fact that you want to play with him is the point. Focus on what you can do. And then we're going to work and we're going to go on the journey and you're going to try stuff and you're going to fail, but then, oh my gosh, you're going to get right back up and you're going to keep going. And then a month from now, you're going to surprise yourself. And two months from now, you're going to surprise yourself. And then in a few months, and you have this baby, and it'll jack everything up. <laughs> and then we go on a whole new health journey, right? Do we know, do you know what you're having yet? Not yet. Not yet. I wonder if it's a girl. <laughs> we need more of those in this I world. <laughs> you're going to figure this out. You're going to figure this out. Yeah. Stop beating yourself up about what you cannot do. We do whatever we can with what we've got, where we are. There's no shame in that. The Rachel Hollis Podcast is produced by me, Rachel Hollis. It's edited by Andrew Weller and Jack Noble. It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas, Register today at thisisils.org.